Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back. This will be for Ezekiel chapter 16. Jerusalem has become as a harlot, reveling in her idols and worshiping false gods. She has partaken of all the sins of Egypt and the nations round about and is rejected. Yet in the last days, the Lord will again establish his covenant with her. So there we have something to look forward to. Verse 1, again the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations, and say, Thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth, or origins, and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite, and thy mother a Hittite. And as for thy cap, as for thy nativity, in the day that thou wast born, thy navel, or umbilical cord, was not cut, neither wast thou washed in water to supple, or to cleanse thee. Thou wast not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. None I pitied thee to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee, but thou wast east, but thou wast cast out in the open field to the loathing of thy person in the day that thou wast born. The Lord referred to Jerusalem, which means Judah in general, as having the Amorites for their father and the Hittites for their mother. The descent and birth referred to are not physical but spiritual descent. Spiritually, Israel sprang from the land of the Canaanites, though they should have sprung from their spiritual father Jehovah, and its father was the Amorite, and its mother a Hittite, in the same sense in which Jesus said to the Jews, Ye are of your father the devil. The land of the Canaanites is mentioned as the land of the worst heathen abominations, and from among the Canaanitish tribes, the Amorites and Hittites are mentioned as father and mother because they were recognized as the leaders in Canaanitish ungodliness. That was by Kiel and Delich. The Lord said, Thy navel, or umbilical cord, was not cut, that is, they were still being nourished in their wickedness by the degrading practices of their heathen neighbors who had given them birth in iniquity. Neither were they washed, salted, nor swaddled. They had not been cleansed from their corruptions they had obtained from their parents. The reference to not being salted comes from an ancient practice wherein newborn babes were rubbed with salt in order to harden their skin as their operation was supposed to make it dry, tight, and firm. The the salt may also have been applied as an emblem of purity and incorruption. Swaddling means being wrapped in a cloth or bandage, which would have been somewhat of a protection to a tender infant. The message being conveyed by Ezekiel is that the Jews had never really been cleansed from the corruptions of the world and born as God's children. Without God's care, they had no one as their protector. That was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 6. And when I passed by thee, and saw thee polluted in thine own blood, I said unto thee, When thou wast in thy blood, live. Yea, I said unto thee, When thou wast in thy blood, live. I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field, and thou hast increased in waxen great, or grown large, and thou art come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts are fashioned, and thine hair is grown, whereas thou wast naked and bare. Now when I passed by thee and looked upon thee, behold, thy time was the time of love, and I spread my skirt over thee and covered thy nakedness, or covered by the atonement. Yea, I swear unto thee, and entered into... And entered into a covenant with thee, saith the Lord God, and thou becamest mine. Then washed I thee with water, yea, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee, and I anointed thee with oil. So we are baptized and anointed here as we repent and come into the gospel. I clothed thee also with a broidered work, and shod thee with badger skin, 
and I girded thee about with fine linen, and I covered thee with silk. He's talking here about temple clothes, the badger skin, referring to the material that was used in the tabernacle. So this has reference to temple anointings and temple washings and uh, temple covenants. I decked thee also with ornaments, and I put bracelets upon thy hands, and, I, and a chain on thy neck, and I put a jewel on thy forehead, or nose, and earrings in thine ears, and a beautiful crown upon thine head. In other words, that they've re received their... Um, Blessings as the uh, favored or the uh, birthright. Thou wast, thus wast thou decked with gold and silver, and thy raiment was of fine linen and silk, embroidered work. Thou didst eat fine flour and honey and oil, and thou wast exceeding beautiful, and thou didst prosper in, into a kingdom. And thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty, for it was perfect through, through my comeliness or splendor, which I had upon thee, saith the Lord God. But thou didst trust in thine own beauty, and pledged the harlot, because of thy renown, and pourest out thy fornications on every one that passed by, as his, his it was. And of thy garments thou didst take, and deckest thy high places with diverse colors, and plates the harlot thereon, or thereupon. The like things shall not come, neither shall it be so. Thou hast also taken thy fair jewels of my gold and my silver, which I did give thee, which I had given thee, and madest thou, madest to thyself images of men, and didst commit a whoredom with them. And tookest thy broidered garments, and coveredst them, and thou hast set mine oil and mine incense before them. My meat also, which I gave thee, fine flour and oil and honey, wherewith I fed thee, thou hast even set it before them for a sweet savour. And thus it was, saith the Lord God. Moreover, thou hast taken thy sons and thy daughters, whom thou hast borne unto me, and these hast thou sacrificed unto them to be devoured. Is this of thy whoredoms a small matter, that thou hast slain thy, my children and delivered them to cause them to pass through the fire for them? And in all thine abominations and thy whoredoms thou hast not remembered the days of thy youth, when thou wast naked and bare and was polluted in thy blood. And it came to pass, after thy wickedness, woe, woe unto thee, saith the Lord God, that thou hast also built unto thee an eminent place, and hast made thee an high place in every street. Thou hast built thy high place at every head of the way, or at the head of every street, and hast made thy beauty to be abhorred, and hast opened thy feet to every one that passed by, and multiplied thy whoredoms. So here he's saying that uh, they had initially been the covenant people, and now they're breaking their covenants, and also causing their children to break their covenants. Thou hast also committed fornication with the Egyptians, thy neighbors, great of flesh, and hast increased thy whoredoms to provoke me to anger. Behold, therefore, I have stretched out my hand over thee, and have diminished thine ordinary food, or thine allotted portion, and delivered thee unto the will of them that hate thee, the daughters of the Philistines, which are ashamed of thy lewd way. Thou hast played the whore also with the Assyrians, because thou wast unsatiable. Yea, thou hast played the harlot with them, and yet can, couldst, thou, couldst not be satisfied. Thou hast moreover multiplied thy fornication in the land of Canaan unto Chaldea, and yet thou wast not satisfied herewith. How weak is thine heart, saith the Lord God, seeing thou doest all these things, the work of an imperious whorish woman, in that thou buildest my, thine eminent place in the head of every way, and makest thine high place in every street, and hast not been as a harlot, in that thou scornest hire, but as a wife that committeth adultery, which taketh strangers instead of her husband. Remember that the husband is Jesus the the Redeemer. They give gifts to all whores, but thou givest thy gifts to all thy lovers, and hirest them, that they may come unto thee on every side for thy, for thy whoredom. And the contrary is in thee from other women in thy whoredoms, 
Whereas none followeth thee to commit whoredoms, and in that thou givest a reward, and no reward is given unto thee, therefore thou art contrary. The imagery Ezekiel uses is some of the most scathing in all the scriptures. Comparing idolatry to adultery, Ezekiel condemned Judah for being far worse than a harlot who takes men for personal gain in the presence they give they give her. Judah was not like this. She scorned personal personal presence and took strangers to her simply for the change and the pleasure of being with other men. A harlot takes presents from her lovers, and that is her motivation. In Judah's case, not only did she not receive such presents from her lovers, the false gods gave no benefits to Israel, but instead she gave the presents to her lovers, the false gods. Thus, so deeply sunk in her idolatry or adultery, Judah should not have been surprised to be punished accordingly. Verse 35, Wherefore, O harlot, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, because thy filthiness was poured out and thy nakedness discovered through through thy whoredoms with thy lovers and with all the idols of thy abominations and, and by the blood of thy children which thou didst give unto them, behold, therefore, I will gather all thy lovers with whom thou hast taken pleasure and all them that thou hast loved. With all them that thou hast hated, I will even gather them round about against thee and, thy, and will discover thy nakedness unto them that they may see all thy nakedness. And I will judge thee as women that break wedlock and shed blood are judged, and I will give thee blood in fury and jealousy. And I will also give thee into their hand, and they shall throw down thine thine eminent place, and shall break down thy high places, and they shall strip thee also of thy clothes, and shall take thy fair jewels, and leave thee naked and bare. They shall also bring up a company against thee, and they shall stone thee with stones, and and thrust thee through with their swords, and they shall burn thine houses with fire, and execute judgments upon thee in the sight of many women, and will and I will cause thee to cease from playing the harlot, and thou shalt give no hire any more. I guess you kind of get the idea, don't you, that uh, maybe they're uh, going to be smitten here for their idolatry. Judah was in dire circumstances, for their sins were greater than the sins of Samaria or Sodom, both of which had already fallen under the chastening hand of the Lord. To understand the message of this passage, it is helpful to know the meaning of several figurative terms in these verses. Verse 45, the words mother and father refer to the Hittites and Amorites, who were leaders in Canaanite idolatry. Daughter indicates Jerusalem, a representative of Judah or Israel. The husband represents the Lord. The antecedents of both that and her are daughter, not mother. Children were offered in sacrifice to Molech as part of heathen worship. The sisters were Samaria and Sodom. They and Jerusalem were all motivated by the same spirit of idolatry. The words elder and younger could more clearly be rendered greater and lesser. Perhaps they are a reference to the degree of iniquity, that is, Samaria was greater, Sodom's lesser. Left hand equals the direction north, right hand means south. The word daughters is used here and throughout the rest of the chapter with a different meaning than the word daughter in verse 45. Daughters are cities under the domination of Samaria and Sodom, lesser cities in the surrounding areas. So that kind of helps get an understanding of some of these verses here that I didn't read. Um, But you get the idea that uh, Israel's in trouble for all the idolatry and wickedness. Anyway, that's the end that I'm going to read today. We'll see you next time. Bye.